welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. If you love lactation tea but hate the taste, nursing time tea is for you. And today's episode is also brought to you by Sarah's Chill. Never worry about safely storing your breast milk again. Sarah's Chill offers guaranteed convenience with their double-walled stainless steel container. Um, but we're going to hear more from our sponsors later. But our sponsors make this podcast possible. And please head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check out our sponsor page um, and see if you can give them any of your business. And while you're there, scroll down and enter your email address and we'll uh, send episodes straight to your inbox every Monday. And now Diane has our review of the week. It comes from Gmail. And I feel like I kind of cheated a little bit with this one, but... This comes from somebody that I used to work with and we worked together years ago when I worked in the hospital system. She was a um, postpartum nurse, so mother baby nurse, you know, and was wonderful and ended up like going into, she moved away into a different state, but then ended up going into lactation and she sent me an email through the badass breastfeeding podcast at gmail.com and she said, hi, Diane and Abby, though we've never met. I just wanted to say thank you for everything, but especially this most recent episode, 208 on milk storage. It has sparked a conversation with my colleagues on why we give the recommendations we do and how we can make information more simple, fact-based, and frankly helpful for our clients. Oh, the gallons of milk wasted. Thank you for your insight and your science-based resources, making breastfeeding more accessible and comfortable for all one boob at a time. And she's referring to the episode a couple of weeks ago um, where we talked about milk storage and the science behind milk storage and how it's way different than what is actually being put out there. There's a lot of new science behind it. So if you haven't checked that episode out yet and you ever wondered about milk storage, definitely check it out. But I was so happy to hear from her because I thought it was great. I know she still works like in the hospital system and she does her, she's got a lot of different roles between lactation and being a, a mother baby nurse. And I love that she's like changing the their thinking, the people that she works with. And I think that's amazing. And that's what we wanted from that episode. So. Yeah, that really, you know, it goes along with that. I That episode really highlights like how a lot of agencies, including the agencies that recommend against bed sharing, how these recommendations don't are not in line with the science. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're not saying just don't follow any rules because, I mean, <laughs> there are obviously like safety precautions to take in both situations. Um, but follow the science. Yeah, follow the science. Exactly. So thank you, Kathleen, for listening and for, I just, I mean, I knew she listened a long time ago. I didn't know she still listened. So thank you so much. I love it. And um, I miss you here in Rochester. And I don't know, now we're on to when you don't reach your breastfeeding goals. Yeah. So this is, you know, this is going to be a long conversation. We don't have really like a lot of science. This is a conversation, just a um, more of like a conversation, I guess. I guess that's what all of our episodes are really. <laughs> um, but so when you don't reach your breastfeeding goals, because, you know, we are now, especially if you're listening to this podcast or you're a part of this, you know, kind of breastfeeding movement. Some people say that they feel a lot of pressure to breastfeed. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the same kind of pressure that people, we say that people get to formula feed. Um, and so then there's, you know, you have these goals um, in your mind of what you want, of what, first of all, maybe how long you're going to breastfeed and then what it's going to look like along the way. And sometimes that changes. Sometimes it changes drastically. And now, like, how do we do? How do we deal with that? And a couple of weeks ago, we did an episode on breastfeeding when birth isn't perfect. I was just going to say that. Oh, were you? Yes. Oh, see? Yeah. <laughs> and we talked a lot about like having those expectations going into birth and how to, you know, kind of balance that when things don't go the way that you want it to go. And we talked a lot about like, it's okay to mourn that. And I really feel like that's the same way I feel about not reaching your breastfeeding goals. And I know everybody, because I hear the same thing from people that are struggling to reach their breastfeeding goals. And it's always, well, as long as the baby is fed, I'm fine with it. And I think we just kind of tell ourselves that. You know, obviously we want what's best for our baby. Nobody's denying that one little bit at all. But what I'm saying is it's okay for you to feel like, yes, I want what's best for my baby. And I'm really sad that it wasn't all breast milk the way I wanted it to be. It's okay to feel like that. Yeah. Right. And what if like, cause you know, we had that breath, that, that birth episode where we talked about birth, not going the way you want it to, or where you expected it to. So what if you had a birth that didn't go the way that you expected it to go? And now you have a baby that you're trying to breastfeed and that's not going the way you expected it to go. I mean, what a load. Oh, and that it's happens horrible. all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the time. I, I, you know, I feel like that's what was going on with me. We had this birth that was really traumatic. Although I will say I didn't really realize until later how traumatic that birth was mm-hmm. because I thought that that was normal. And <laughs> frankly, it is normal. But it's traumatic. It's still traumatic. Yes. Um, and, you know, a lot of the way that birth is handled in this country is traumatic. But, you know, then I was trying to breastfeed and they had given me all this formula and was like, you need to use formula because you don't have enough milk and da da da. Um, and then everything was just a mess. Everything was a huge mess. And I was having like massive anxiety. Like, you know, I felt horrible. I remember the early days with Jack just all seemed like nighttime. When I think back, it was just always dark. Even Ugh. in the day. Like, I just remember it always being like dark, which is, you know, not great. No, that's very telling to where you yeah, were in right, that place. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And breastfeeding started to go really well. And I said, okay, I want to go for a year. Like if I can breastfeed for a year, which didn't even seem like I was going to make it at all. Um, and I found how, how to get help and got some help. But a lot of people don't. And they're Mm-mm. trying as hard as they can. And maybe they get help that's not helpful. Or mm-hmm. they don't know where to go for help. Um, and then it stops there. They try, you know, then that's the story of like, I tried to breastfeed and it didn't work. So now we formula feed, which is totally fine. But if you're sad about that and that's not what you planned, then you don't pretend, you don't have to pretend to be happy about it. Mm-mm. And it's, you know, I really, I struggle with the validation piece of it with when people come to see me and they say, well, you know, my, you know, fill in the blank friend, parent, doctor, 
you know, whoever said, it's okay. Things aren't working out. Why are you putting yourself through all this? Just, you know, switch to formula and it's, you know, it's fine. The baby's fine. You're fine. People have been doing it for a long time. It's okay. And those people come and they, you know, kind of like is their last ditch effort to try to get on the right path with breastfeeding and to try to fix whatever the problem is. And they really are discouraged by that. And they kind of, you could see that internal battle of, all right, I should just be happy my baby's healthy. I should just be happy I have an alternative feeding method and everybody's telling me I can just stop and it's okay. But deep down, that's not what I wanted for for both of us. And really, like nobody necessarily ever stands up and says, that's not how I feel about it though. That's not what I wanted. Yeah. Right. And if you, yeah, because I feel like a lot of people are like, well, if I say that I'm not happy that I'm formula feeding now, then it's like I'm shaming formula feeders or, you know, any of these things, or I have to, you know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be upset about this or I shouldn't, you know, and it's like, these are your personal goals. And this is your, these are your plans. These were your expectations. These are your, this is your baby. And if you, are unhappy with the way things are going, then that's how it is. People can't tell you how to feel. It's like with birth. At least you had a healthy baby. Well, at least Ugh. your baby's feeding. No, so, stop saying this to people. Yeah, I didn't want to use formula with my baby, and I don't care if you do. If you want to, that's fine. But I didn't want to. And like you wanting to doesn't change the fact that I didn't want to. And that, and, and, that, and neither one is wrong. You know, like neither thing is wrong, but that's, and I kind of felt like that with my twins because I didn't want to use formula with them. And I remember like going to my pediatrician and being like, I'm really having a hard time trying to figure out how to balance feeding these two babies. And I, I can't get it figured out and I'm not sure what I'm doing. And I remember her saying, and I really liked her, but I remember her saying to me, it's okay to you know, breastfeed one feed and bottle feed the next feed. That's fine to do that. And I remember leaving her office thinking to myself, that's not what I want. So now I got to figure out how to do it on my own, which wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. And that's how I ended up being a lactation consultant. But it's not what I wanted. I wanted, I didn't want her to say to me, it's here's your answer, just bottle feed. Like that's not, that wasn't the answer for me. So it was like, you have you end up feeling very alone in your fight and it's discouraging yeah. you know you're already so isolated having these babies and like you said sometimes you don't know who to go to i have no idea who to go to i didn't know what to do i know you said like with exley then you knew like you knew the people that you could contact you knew what to do at that point most people don't know and they get advice based on you know Sometimes not the best information or opinion or yeah, or it's opinion and they find out, oh, well, some babies just don't breastfeed and, and that's it. And then you kind of walk away going, oh, I guess I have one of those babies when it really could be something as, as easy as like switching positions or just talking to a lactation consultant and getting verification that everything is actually okay. So there's a lot of reasons why people don't reach their goals, but I think a lot of those reasons could be overcome. 
if we just had a society that like embraced lactation and really looked for answers for problems. Yeah, right. I mean, a lot of people that are not reaching their breastfeeding goals, it's not your fault. It is someone's fault. You've been failed by this system. Mm-hmm. You've been completely failed by, you know, the the lack of breastfeeding information out there, the bra- lack of breastfeeding knowledge by your by the professionals around you. Um, you've been failed. And like, that's also, you know, that sucks. <laughs> it does. And, it you really know, does. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a struggle for sure. And I don't want anybody to think like that you're alone in that struggle because I, it's way more common than people realize. Well, that's what my mom, you hear, listen to my mom talk about my sister and she said, yeah, I had, you know, I tried to breastfeed Sam, but she just wouldn't, she just wouldn't. And now after, you know, me doing all of this for so long, she's just like, I don't know. I don't know what was wrong. Something was wrong and I don't know what it was. And, you know, she just wouldn't. And, you know, she doesn't know. And nobody around her was trying to help. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like the late 80s. So they were just like, oh, it's fine. It's you know, fine. she just doesn't want to. So here's some formula. Like, a baby doesn't just come out not wanting to breastfeed. My sister was just like, I don't want to. Like she was just like this rule breaker, this rebel from the start. <laughs> I mean, it's, no, it's, something was wrong that mm-hmm. could have been fixed if there was a person there who knew anything about breastfeeding, but there wasn't anybody there. And so then she just went along, you know, with the only way that the only option she saw. I told somebody the other day, I can't remember. I saw like all these different babies the other day and like all these different, um, environments. So I I can't remember Mm -hmm. exactly which one it was, but I remember saying like, you know, babies pop out and breastfeed well, and there's no concerns. Like that doesn't happen all that often. It really doesn't. It's more the norm that there is some kind of struggle, that there is a lot of questions. Even when breastfeeding seems to be going well, People sometimes don't meet those goals because they are fearful of weight gain, because they're fearful of milk supply, because they're fearful of returning to work and trying to keep that going. And I mean, we could talk like after the after our ad break about how returning to work is sometimes the downfall for that those breastfeeding goals. And it really is discouraging but yes. not uncommon at all. Right. Oh yeah. No, all of this is so common. And like what we, yeah, what we're talking about right now is just the, is just the situations where the lack of information and the lack of, you know, knowledge of, of the people around you just led to you not being able to reach your goal. Mm-hmm. And that's just one kind of aspect. Yeah. And I have stuff floating around in my head right now. Things I that I've heard. Take some notes saying, while we take a break. <laughs> Write it down. All right. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Do you love lactation tea but hate the taste? Most lactation teas have an earthy flavor that some people do not find refreshing. Fairhaven Health Nursing Time Tea is a caffeine-free, all-natural herbal lactation tea with a light lemon taste that you can enjoy. Nursing time tea is made with herbs such as fennel seed, goat's rue, and blessed thistle that have been used for centuries to support healthy milk supply and soothe an upset tummy. 
All ingredients are high quality, organic, wild crafted, and contain no preservatives or additives. Nurture yourself and your milk supply with Nursing Time Tea. It can be made hot or cold, which is awesome for when you forget about it. It's a great way to maintain your hydration while supporting your milk supply. Head to fairhavenhealth.com and use code pr- promo code BADASS for 15% off your purchase. That's fairhavenhealth, F-A-I-R-H-A-V-E-N health.com. And today's episode is also brought to you by Sarah's Chill. Never worry about safely storing your breast milk or formula again. Sarah's Chill was invented by a mom for moms and offers guaranteed convenience with their double-walled stainless steel container. A little bit of water and ice is all you need to keep your breast milk or formula safe for 20 hours. No more lugging around chunky coolers and dozens of containers. You can pump and double pump all day into one sleek container. The chillers are dishwasher safe, airport friendly, and last a lifetime. Use it for wine, coffee, or any of your favorite beverages or even food when you're done breast or bottle feeding. Head to sarahschill.com. That's C-E-R-E-S-C-H-I-L-L.com or check them out at Sarah's Chill on Instagram and uh, go to sarahschill.com and use code BADASSBREASTFEEDERS25. BADASSBREASTFEEDERS25 for 25% off your purchase. Uh, And today's sponsors and their promo codes can be found at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com along with... Uh, all of our other episodes, um, all of our breastfeeding resources, and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. Now, you want to talk about work. I do, because I feel like this is really plays a role. And I've seen this happen quite a bit where people don't even really get into breastfeeding or they don't commit to it because they have to go back to work and they don't see how they can make it work. Both things work. Well, a lot uh, and along the return to work timeline is a lot of times when breastfeeding is just starting to work out. Yeah. You're yeah. just starting to finally maybe iron out some of those wrinkles that were in the beginning or maybe big problems are starting to have solutions and it's starting to go fine. And then bam, back to work. Mm hmm. And you're then you're like, okay, now I have to worry about pumping or you're trying to, you know, I have parents that contact me and I'm I'm afraid that I'm not going to be able to save enough milk for my baby. I'm afraid that I'm not going to be able to pump enough for them when I'm gone. And it really, those things alone, like those stresses alone is enough to like make you not reach your goals. You know, like because it's so overwhelming and overpowering. I can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine somebody who's just like pumping throughout the day, trying to figure that out, struggling with that, with that, and is like, yeah, this is great. This is totally like what I wanted. Yeah. It is. And it is fucking um, sucks. It is. And it is amazing to me that I see women doing it all All the the time. time. People are just so determined. Yeah. And it really is amazing. And, it is like one of the number one reasons why I see people not reaching their goals. And a lot of that is because they're fighting with daycares to not overfeed their baby or they're fighting with their workplace and trying to get enough time to pump. And it just, it's completely out of their hands, completely out of their hands. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we don't have like a year or two maternity leave, the fact that we're like so capitalist focused that people are back to work so early that daycares don't really follow your directions that, you know, all of this, this, this is all just like the system is working against all of us. 
You know, and they just, if we, we have an episode, God, I can't remember when we did it. It was a while ago about like laws and returning to work and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. But um, nobody cares about those laws. No, like those laws no. are, and we have a long, a, a listener that's, you know, lives here near where I live and I've seen her a couple times and she, you know, she listens and she has struggled at her workplace with dirty rooms to pump in and they just won't. It's like, this is the, the law states I get A, B and C and they're like, sorry, we can't do that. Like they don't care. Yep. And there is no repercussion. So what do you do as that parent who's trying so hard to provide milk for your baby and you're running up against these roadblocks bo- that you have zero control over? Like it just, and that is a huge reason why people don't reach their goals. And they go down just so devastated because they're trying everything they possibly can do. And then you still feel like that's not enough. And it's completely out of your hands. It's just sickening. It yeah, really it is. is. It makes it's me so crazy. frustrating. And but so they, many people go through it. Oh my God. All the time it happens. And it's like, I always wish that there was something that I could do or, you know, like I, I've tried to like contact people's workplaces and write, you know, write letters or whatever. They don't care. You know, they just don't. They're just like, oh, well, you know, this is what you get. We can't do anything else. We can't do anything differently. They can't take more than two breaks. They we don't have any space for them to pump, so they have mm-hmm. to use this dirty ass room. Like right. it just is disgusting the way we treat our, the parents that go back to work. It's disgusting, right? Right. And it's like, okay, you don't have the room, you don't have the space, you don't have the ability. Then give them a year or two off of right. paid maternity leave, like every other and country then, in the world does. And they, right. Exactly. Like every country and. And then they won't bother your workplace. We won't have to go through this. It won't have to be such a freaking mess. Because we'll be at home taking care of them. My spot at my job is, is, is saved. I don't have to make that decision to sacrifice something. And then I won't be bothering you about the stupid pump room. You know, but I think, you know, those, those parents that end up not reaching goals because of these things. They kind of feel like, at least I know it would be me and I've heard others, you know, kind of say the same thing, feel like, well, maybe my goals are just silly anyway. You know, maybe I'm wanting something that isn't realistic. Mm -hmm. So why, why am I going through all of this? Why am I putting myself through this just to give my baby a little bit of breast milk? It's like, because that's what you want. Right. And there's nothing wrong with wanting something for your baby. Right. Something like breastfeeding, which is like a biological relationship that we have with our children. I mean, there's nothing wrong with fighting for that. No. And when you don't reach it, it is devastating. And then the other thing that, you know, like we were talking about a little bit before we we popped on the recording today was the postpartum weaning depression. Oh, yeah. That is felt. When you don't, I mean, that you feel that when you have a great re- breastfeeding relationship and then you wean and then people are like, oh my God, why am I so sad? And it just, those hormonal shifts are no joke. Yeah. And if you have, you know, these are, these are just a, you know, there's the, you know, problems that weren't solved 
you know, can lead to you not reaching your goals. Going back to work can lead you to not reaching your goals. But there's other things too. Like what about like sudden medical problems? Mm. Oh, you have yeah. like a mastectomy. I mean, people go through this. People go through, people have accidents. People have all kinds of emergencies or medical situations that go on that interrupt or end um, breastfeeding relationships. And I'm not just talking about like, oh, you went and got a cavity filled. Yes, it's okay. You don't have to pump and dump. Just go ahead and nurse. No, like real medical problems that, mm-hmm. it, that, that cause you to have to stop. Um, and that, and that sudden stopping even is even is, is, you know, with the post weaning depression can bring that on even more intensely Yeah, because you have such sudden hormonal changes. It's, you know, if it was a surprise, it's like traumatic to just suddenly have that taken away for you and your child. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's. And I, the the postpartum weaning depression, it's like a secret, you know, like nobody really knows about it. And you don't get providers who say to you, we really need to be cautious about how we wean. So as not to cause any kind of, you know, hormonal upsets and, you know, feelings of depression. Um, You know, we, we really need to be cautious of that. That's not what happens. They just say, just stop. No, just wean, just wean. That's like such a common phrase. Just wean. You just have to wean, just wean. And there's like, really as if it's lo- that easy. I know. And there's so much more to it than that. And it's just, you know, and if you go in, like Abby said, if you go into it already discouraged, you're already kind of like feeling defeated. And then you wean. I mean, come on. That's a setup, I feel like, really. Mm-hmm. How could you not just really feel just so distraught about that? And then you're supposed to go on with your life. Like and nothing that, happened. Yeah. And people are not people. What are you are sad about? So your baby's off. fine. What are you sad about? Yeah. People it's are been s- long enough. You did long enough. It's okay. It's like, no, I wanted to go longer. You know, it's like you have to defend your choices. Yeah. People are not supportive of this at all. No. But you, as all the you know, the breast and chest feeders going in now can change that, I feel like. Um, another thing that I wanted to mention, too, um, about weaning and or no, not reaching your goals. So we've talked about all these situations where a lot of these are out of your control. But what about when you're breastfeeding and, you know, you're working through problems or whatever is your situation and you're like, man, I don't like this. Ah, This is not how I thought it was going to be. I'm really not enjoying this. And you just don't want to. You know, mm-hmm. you are like, I wanted I wanted to go for a year or I wanted to let them, or even, you know, sometimes people were just like, I wanted to let them wean themselves or whatever it was going to be, two, three, four, five. You know, and then it's just like, man, I don't like it. I really don't mm-hmm. like this. And then you have to make the decision to stop, you know, way before or before, you know, your first decision was to stop. And how guilt, you know, how, you know, how guilty do you feel like everything's fine? Maybe things are fine. You know, there's not really any big problems. I just don't like it. And is yeah. that okay? You know, can I really just stop if I just don't like it? You know, and is that, you know, you feel guilty. And that happens. Totally. It, do- it does. And I can't and, tell you not to feel guilty, but don't feel guilty. You know, I mean, 
bottom line, you really do need to do what's right for you. And if that's breastfeeding long term, then great. If it's not, then great. Like you have to do, you have to recognize what's right for you and you have to do what's right for you. Yeah, you have to. And we do. And that's, that's why we do have formula. Like there, there is that option. If you go into this and you're like, okay, I'm going to breastfeed. It's going to be great. And you really just don't like it. It's not what you thought it was going to be. It's, you just don't like it. And I've had people say, this just isn't for me. And it's, I mean, you can't argue with that. No, you can't. And there's, you know, it's so, sometimes we are our own worst enemies. Oh, yeah. You know, because it's just like, oh, I should have done more. I should have just stuck through it. I should have just suffered through it. And like, I suffered through many days. And, you know, that was at the end, you know, I chose to just do that in certain situations, you know, to just suffer through it. Um, But if you're suffering every day and you decide that you don't want to, you know what I mean? Like it's different Mm -hmm. if you're just like having a bad day or, you know, if that's one thing, but like overall, like you just don't like it. This is not what you expected. It's not, it's not making you happy. It's not, you don't want it. This isn't what you wanted anymore. Then, you know, you, you have to give yourself a permission to just do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and sometimes you'll hear the opposite with that. You'll have people saying, oh, just we all do things we don't like. Just suck it up. Yeah. You know, and that's not okay either. No, you can't win with other people. You can't win with yourself <laughs> and you can't win with other people. So have fun. Right. Now, the one last thing I definitely wanted to mention was if you go into this, if you're, you know, pregnant, you're like, okay, I, you know, I'm planning to breastfeed. That's, that's my plan. That's my goal. And you do struggle and you end up supplementing or, you know, whatever happens with your, with your plan. Don't feel, try, I I can't say don't feel because we just went into this whole thing about like people telling you how to feel. Not telling people how to feel. But you're still a breastfeeder. And, Oh I yeah. Think sometimes oh, that's what I was going to mention too. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, people sometimes feel like okay, if it's not it's got to be all or nothing. And it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can change what just like in in birth, you know, you go into it going okay, I don't want an epidural, and then you go in there and it's like this long induction and you're like okay, now you kind of give in, you have the epidural, like you sometimes you just have to kind of, you know, roll with what's happening. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Right. I mean, there's people that are supplementing. There's people that end up using SNS, those supplemental nursing systems. Mm-hmm. There's people that go into all kinds of things and they're like, this is not what I wanted. I can't believe that this is how it's going to be. And, you know, you're still, you're still doing it. You're still giving your baby breast milk. It. Yeah. And that's great. That's, that is reaching your goal. I feel like if you're wanting to give your baby breast milk, that was your your thing going into it. I wanted to give my baby breast milk. And then you give your baby breast milk. It might not be the way you pictured it was going to be, but you're still doing it. Yeah. And you're, you're, benef- you're both benefiting from it. Yeah. And I mean, there's a process to like adjusting to what it is if it's different than what you expected. Yeah. And so, you know, it's okay to go through that adjustment. 
Yeah. It's a hard, it's a hard thing, you know, and with parenting, you're just, you're getting those up and downs all the time. And this is the beginning of it. Yeah. You know, breastfeeding is, doesn't have to look one certain way. Mm-mm. It never will. It, I was just going to say it just like It yeah. always looks different from person to person, even though we think in our heads that there's like an ideal or like the way it's supposed to look. It still looks very different from person to person. And, um, yeah. So I mean, does success. Success, yeah. success looks different person to person too. So. Right. Yeah. We're so judgy on ourselves. Because it's like, I didn't reach my goal, so I did something wrong, or I failed. You know, but we need to change the narrative Mm -hmm. that you did everything that you possibly could. And you should feel proud of that. Yeah, and did what was good for you and your baby. Mm -hmm. What needed to be done. We're always doing that. We're always doing what needs to be done. Even Even if we don't have all the answers in that moment. Right. Yeah, so... Good luck. Good luck on your goals. Good luck on your goals. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.